Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful, scenic, crime-free Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, are we on all those platforms right now, Melanie? We are. Or you're listening to us I on the podcast. I made sure to do that. Thank you. Or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here in this chair, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's my mal pal. She is your mal pal. She's everybody's mal pal. Everybody's mal pal. She's Mallory Hartley. Hi, Mallory. Hello. It's the end of the week. It is. You made, we made it. it. I did. I'm still here. I know. You did it. I haven't gotten fired yet. Well, you did fire me this morning, but yeah, that doesn't really mean we much. we got a few more minutes in the show, so let's, uh, very let's true. let this thing cook a little bit. <laughs> Today is Friday, July 9th, 2021, 140 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Happy birthday, Tom Hanks. T. Happy Hanks. Birthday. He is 65 years old. He can retire. He does not look that old, though. Of course he doesn't. You know why? He's, He's rich. The rich never look old. You've got a good point. Good episode 1201 on today's show friends we got a couple of interviews for you including uh, austin lbj coach jamal fenner a member of the 40 under 40 uh, dave campbell's Texas football 40 under 40 we'll hear from him and then we'll hear from new el campo coach chad worrell who uh, about moving from brock to el campo we talked with him at state seven on seven a couple weeks ago and then back out of the show, it is Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. We're answering your questions. High school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel. If you've got questions, uh, I don't want to overwhelm Mallory today. Uh, so please, if, if you're watching somewhere else, like if you're watching on YouTube or Twitch, thank you. But please go on to Facebook, facebook.com yeah. slash Dave Campbells, and ask your questions there. High school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, um, whatever you want, whatever you got, we whatever got questions got. and I've got a special segment for you that I haven't prepared you for. So, uh, we'll have that coming up here at the back half oh, of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Lance Pickle. Who? LP. Lance Pickle. Ed McElroy, Rob Hadaway, and Jacob John. Welcome in fellas. Hi friends. Okie dokie. Let's get to it. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were in College Station for the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament. Uh, talked with a number of coaches out there. One of them is a member of the 
40 under 40 uh, are our picks for 40 of the finest young coaches in the state of Texas. Uh, Austin LBJ coach Jamal Fenner. Matt Stepp caught up with him. Here is our conversation with Austin LBJ coach Jamal Fenner here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football out here at the State 7-on-7 State Championships here with the head coach of the LBJ Jaguars, Coach Jamal Fenner, one of our 40 under 40 coaches in the magazine. First off, Coach, uh, congratulations on that honor. Appreciate it. Thank you, Matt. I mean, it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of that group, and, you know, I take it with pride, so thank you. Yeah, what's that say about the development of your program, especially being, being a coach in the inner city, to, to be on a list with, with all, all the, you know, a lot of great coaches have been on that list and are on the list now. What's that mean to you and your program, for that kind of credibility for you guys? I mean, it speaks volumes. You know, I think uh, for us, you know, really being able to establish ourselves as a program that's elite and then just to be able to get that recognition as a coach, you know, it's an honor. So uh, we take a lot of pride in the development and the time we put in with our kids. So it's great to be recognized for that. You guys had a hell of a year last year. You went to the state semifinals, uh, you know, a deep run. Uh, and, and that run, I know, carries over into the next season because all that extra practice time you guys get them. You guys got five extra weeks to work out with your kids, bring your JV kids up and let them work with the varsity, probably get into some games, that kind of thing. How big is that when you're trying to develop a consistent winning program when you make those runs to have those 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 deep runs and those kids getting that extra work in? Yeah, I mean, that's what makes your team. You know, when you look at, you know, transitioning, you have kids that graduate out and then you have those younger guys that get that experience during that time. Now you want them to go ahead and carry that tradition on. So we feel like we we set a standard last year, and we're looking forward to the younger guys coming up to be able to fulfill those same type of goals. You know, last year, you know, we didn't know we were going to have a football season at this time. You know, how, how excited are you and your kids to have qualified for the state 7 on 7 tournament for the second straight year and to be able to actually do these things? You know, we, we were all worried last year, and I know it was some tense moments there where we weren't sure if we were going to play. How refreshing and, and how, how excited have your kids been at summer workouts and being up at 7 on 7 tournaments to be able to do these things again? Yeah, I think it's, like you said, it's refreshing. You know, everybody's excited about coming to workouts. Uh, obviously not being able to do it during this time last year. Everybody can recognize that and say, you know what, we missed this time and so we really focused on the development part and really getting those guys bigger stronger and faster but also you know working our craft within our positions and understanding the schemes as well because we get that extra time too you know, we talked. When we talked about the playoff game last year, it's Alice. You know, your young quarterback. He was a sophomore. Uh, he was starting to really develop. And you had mentioned that not playing seven on seven and kind of hurt him early in the year as he was. He, he missed those reps. What, how have you seen your quarterback's development playing seven on seven? And how, how much has he grown up? Yeah, we've seen the progression. You know, and early on with our seven on seven, he struggled, and uh, we just tried to play as many games as we could locally, and then also with qualifiers. And we've seen him progress, and now he's taking the lead, and he's able to make checks and make calls. And so we're really proud of. Of his growth during this time and we know that this is what he needed you know what are you, what are you looking to see out of your kids today I and mean, obviously you can't coach them i know that's tough because you want to be out there with your kids coaching them so uh what do you want to see out of your kids in a tough pool you're playing some good teams and some name programs i know i know the work is going to be great for you guys but what do you want to see out of the jaguars today i just want them to compete i want them to go out there and play uh, with a high level and, and play with pride and you know just play together as a team because this is about building chemistry to go into your regular season so whatever success we have you know obviously we'll be able to carry that on with us but then whatever struggles we have as well we'll be able to teach and we'll be able to correct those things so we 
they can understand that, look, the expectation is here. We didn't perform at that level, but I'm hoping these guys go out here and play at a very high level. Now, our, our own Ishmael Johnson is a Maynard guy, and he, he all opened the season with Maynard. I think he's going to come down and watch the game over at Nelson Field. But if me or Tepper uh, can't come to a game at Nelson Field uh, to catch the Jaguars, where is the best place to eat around there for a pregame meal? Where, where do we need to grab a bite to eat at? Oh, man, you need to go to Southside Market, man. Go get you some barbecue. Uh, that's a place I love to eat at. But, yeah, Southside Market. Are you a brisket or a ribs guy? I'm a brisket and ribs and sausage and <laughs> turkey and chicken. <laughs> so so you're, you're a no-sides guy is what you're telling that's us. That's right. I want all the meat. There you go. Coach, appreciate your time. Congratulations all the success last year. We appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas, and good luck this year in 2021. Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. There he is, Jamal Fenner, head coach of the Austin LBJ Jaguars. Of course, they ran all the way to the state semifinal last year. A remarkable run. Uh, I think there is a notion that Austin LBJ, oh, they lost um, Latrell McCutcheon, they lost Andrew McCuba, like they're going to fall back to the pack. I I just don't think that's the case. I think that that program's here to stay. I think that I, I don't think last year was a flash in the pan. I think that maybe it was the coming out party they've been waiting for, and I don't necessarily anticipate that going away. So if you think that last year was a, an accident, and I think as long as they got Jamal Fenner there, I think they're going to be solid every single year. And so I they looked real good at State Seven on they've got Their dudes, quarterback man. can sling. They it. have got dudes. Yeah, and. I mean, they they just looked good. Like, yes. their playmaker, they, they had so many playmakers on that field. Looks so good. Most certainly. So, uh, we appreciate uh, Jamal Fenner of Austin LBJ catching up with us. Another guy that I got to talk to is another coach on the move. Uh, I, although Jamal Fenner wasn't. Another coach in the 4A ranks, I should say. Mm-hmm. El Campo. Uh, and Coach Chad Worrell, uh, their new coach, moving from an, ex, uh, an exceptionally good um stint at Brock, bringing them glory in, in kind of launching their football program. He's now moving to El Campo to take over the Rice Birds, where he takes over a loaded, loaded roster. Um, excited to see what Coach Worrell does. Uh, here is my conversation with El Campo coach Chad Worrell here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here in College Station at the State 7-on-7 seven seven tournament with the new head coach, the El Campo Ricebirds, Coach Chad Worrell. Coach, first and foremost, I don't think I've talked to you since the, the move, so congratulations on the new gig. Well, thank you. appreciate it, Greg. Uh, we uh, excited to get moved in. Everybody's kind of settled in now. Summer workout's going, so uh, it's it's going good so far. I'll, I'll ask you a question I ask a lot of first-time coaches is when you talked with your guys, when you addressed them as head coach for the first time, what, what, what was your message to them? You know, we just talked about what it takes to, to be a champion, and uh, not just on the football field, but in life and, and making them successful individuals down the road and kind of what gave them a, a real quick uh, overview of what we're going to try to do there while we're running this program and and they've bought in and done every bit of it that we've asked so far uh the buy-in i imagine trickles down to what you we've seen this summer in seven on seven that you know you guys are out here making it to the state tournament and stuff like that what have you seen from your guys throughout the course of the summer that has you excited for the fall you know just they, they're showing up our, our summer conditioning camp's going so well with the numbers and the effort that we're getting from them while they're there uh the buy-in for the lineman challenge that that's going on we were in abilene on saturday for that and then the seven on seven you know showing up and and competing uh, whether it's hot or, or a cool day or sunny or whatever, you know, they've shown up and competed every day that, that we've played. So, you know, give me give me a feel for, for what this El Campo team is going to look like. Because, look, we have high hopes for you guys. No pressure. We have high hopes for you. We think you got a talented bunch. Uh, you know, what is a what is the Chad Worrell coached El Campo team going to look like? 
you know, hopefully it's, it's going to be a fundamentally sound team and a team that doesn't make a lot of mistakes, a team that takes care of the football and plays good defense. And, you know, if we always talk about football. I've talked to the kids a lot this spring about the, the simplicity of the game is blocking and tackling. The team usually does that, wins the game, and, and hopefully uh, that, that we'll be sound at those, those two aspects. What do you want to see from your guys out here? What, what, what are you hoping to come away, come away with? Honestly, just the comp- competitive nature. It, you know, it's, this is a grind out here, and anyone that's been here, and you guys have been here many years, you know that, you know, the three games today are a grind. Uh, then when you start playing tomorrow, you know, you start dealing with dehydration and cramping, and, and it's a grind to, to, do, to, to make it as far as you can here, and it takes a lot of uh, – takes a lot of guts, to be honest with you. And so I just want to watch our kids compete and see how they respond when adversity hits. Okay, and, and finally, you know, you're a football coach, but today you're a fan. How do you think you're going to handle not being able to coach your guys? Yeah, I'm honestly more nervous at 7-on-7 games than I am a regular uh, Friday night game. You know, I guess it's the lack of control that you have over here, and you feel you feel obviously more like a fan, and and uh, you know it's it makes me more nervous to sit over here than it does to stand on the sidelines on Friday nights. You gonna be yelling about play calls? Play calls and refereeing. So you, probably that's one of the two things. No, I'm just joking. Hopefully not. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, the the fan definitely comes out in us uh, as we sit back here and watch. Coach, appreciate your time, my friend. Hey, thanks. There is Chad Worrell, the new head coach of the El Campo Ricebirds talking with me down there at uh, State 77 in College Station. And I agree. I'd rather talk to Step 2. <laughs> I was like, that was a good comment. Yeah. <laughs> he said he looked disappointed that he's not talking He should. Step. He should. Step's behind the camera on that one. And <laughs> Coach Worrell's just like, so I got to deal with head. this jabroni instead <laughs> of like the guy in the big dumb hat? The guy in the big yes. dumb hat. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You're right. I would rather I would rather be interviewed by Matt Stepp than me as well. So, in any <laughs> me case, too. Me too. In any case, I appreciate uh, Coach Chad Worrell from El Campo catching up with me at State 7 on 7. We are at Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football college football and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. You get this magazine, uh, we'll mail it to you. So if you're out of state, I should say, I get this question all the time. It's like, hey, I live in uh, California. Uh, what stores can I find it in? I got bad news about our distribution model. <laughs> uh, we don't, we don't, we don't sell in stores out there. If you are out of state, if you're not in Texas, or you're in Texas and you just want to get it to deliver to your door and not run around to your local grocery store. Uh, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider and a year's worth of exclusive online content. TexasFootball.com. So there you go. All right, Mallory, it's time to round out the week with helpful Honda. Mailbag Friday. Do you have something you want to tell me? I do. It's very informal. Please do. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score some great deals on award-winning Hondas. Stop by your helpful Honda dealer today or visit NorthTexasHondaDealers.com to learn more. It's actually NTXHondaDealers.com to learn more. NTXHondaDealers.com. Thank you very much, North Texas Honda dealers. We love you very much. Buy a Honda.
Yes. Buy a Honda. I actually was at two dealerships yesterday. Two Honda dealerships? Yeah. Yeah, to deliver some magazines. They were all very nice. Yeah. So very if nice. you go if you go buy a Honda right now, I think they're like those those places they'll they'll give you a magazine too. So it's like buy what? a Honda and get a magazine with it. Like yeah. it's pretty good. With a cool cover wrap. All right. If you got questions, high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, anything you got in the helpful Honda mailbag Friday, let us know in the comments on Facebook. We will get to as many as we can in just a moment. But first, Mallory. I have the inaugural edition of a new segment that I'm debuting here on Texas Football Today called yeah. This Week in Bad Takes. That's right. Ooh. I've All scoured right. the internet and I've found okay. two of the very, very, very worst takes that I could find. Okay. And I want to bring them to you. And I'm, no, I'm not going to do politics. We're not going to deal with that nonsense yeah. here. No, no, don't, no. Don't save your comments yeah it's fine we're not talking about that i'm not i'm not gonna blow up this girl's twitter because she's got enough grief over this tweet oh i'm sure <laughs> i do but there was a tweet back on july 6th and uh, it comes with a poll it comes with a poll mm-hmm. uh and the poll had uh, 368,000 votes on it so 68 368 368 wow thousand Votes. Oh. So this went a little bit viral. Maybe okay. you've seen it. Maybe. Let me read this to you because it's it's a yes/no question. <clears throat> okay. Had this argument in a group chat, but I want to know the truth. Isn't it very tacky for somebody to eat the free bread as soon as you get it? Oh. Okay. All right. I think you go first. Ninety-seven point seven percent voted no. And they're exactly right. Yes. I'm sorry. What do you think that bread is for? For. Exactly. And, okay. So, this is this has to do with, like, is this fancy restaurants or is this just, like, I don't care. in general? Okay. Well, if I... I if, if you get free bread, which is a lot of places. Yes. Right? I want you to think about this or... Let me, let me turn this on its head. Right? You get free bread or they bring you chips and salsa. Right. Right? Okay. Are yes, you saying yes. you're not supposed to dive in immediately? Right. What kind of rules are we setting up to live our worst life? Right. Okay. Well, if I go to a fa- if I know I'm going to a fancy restaurant like in the day or something, mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat very much because I'm yes. like I'm going to pig out yes. on steak and mashed potatoes and bread. And so bread. you best bet when I get there, I'm starving. Now, you're not you're only 22. <laughs> yes. And so you are not as accomplished a drinker as I am, okay? Right. I'm an exceptionally accomplished drinker. Yes. Yes. If you ever go to a bar, and especially like a nice bar, mm-hmm. and like I'm a fan of scotch, I have definitely told a couple of bartenders in my life, hey, I want you to keep an eye on my glass, and when the glass gets down to here, I want you to bring another. Keep it coming. Okay? Right. Keep it coming. I want that all the time with bread and with and with chips yes. and salsa. Yes. Yes. Okay. Is it like when when that bowl gets a little gets gets mostly low? Mm-hmm. Come on. I actually need some more. I had an experience last night with this. So oh. I went to a semi fancy restaurant. It's called Max Bar and Grill in Arlington. It's okay. Pretty good. Um, but we sat there. No hate to the the our our waitress, but we sat there for like twenty minutes. No bread. All the other tables had bread. I was hungry. I was ready no. to dig into this bread. So, of course, when she brought it out, I was like, yeah, get that- it here. Just scooping it in because I was hungry. What's, what, is the, what is the purpose 
What is the social value of waiting to eat that bread? There, none. None. It's none. to be classy or no, not look No, it's to tacky. be not tacky. Yes, I would yes. rather be tacky and full. Y- yes, there you go. I don't care about being tacky. Who like, cares? Let me, let me just issue a hot take. Okay. If you're hungry, eat. Right. How about that? How about that? Okay, so, but yes. is it really a hot take if 97% I'm just saying, no, 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 no. I, I'm saying this this week in bad takes, and that's a bad take. Oh, okay, is, bad Isn't takes. it very Excuse tacky me. to eat for somebody to eat the free bread as soon as you get it? Okay. Absolutely that, not. Okay. You're 100% wrong. I get okay? the idea. There's that. This, so. And by the way, <laughs> if you want to call me tacky, that's fine. I've been called a lot worse in the comments on this episode of the show. The second in today's installment of This Week in Bad Takes comes from an article that I believe was released last weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm going to read the headline. The headline is, Admit it, grilling is bad. The what? tweet that comes along with it from this heathenist <laughs> author. Your grill is filthy, has poor temperature control, and for some idiot reason, has the heating element below the food so that fat drips into it and catches fire. There's a better way to cook in your kitchen. Okay. So. I'm just going to go out on a limb and tell you, no. No. Grilling is not bad. Grilling rules. That is that is a really bad take. That's a I terrible mean, take. The last one was like, yeah, pretty bad. But this one is mega bad. This is. This is offensively bad. It is. It's offensive. <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm offended by this take. I'm offended. I mean, grilling um, is so grilling much better grilling, than cooking on the stove. Grilling, yes, absolutely. The flavor is better. Oh yeah. It's. Oh, it's yeah. just. It's just way better. And, Get a little charcoal. And, and here's the thing: if you are looking at this and your and your complaints are your grill is filthy, has poor temperature control, etc. Then maybe the problem is you. Yeah, maybe you're a bad griller. Maybe you're bad at grilling. <laughs> Can okay? you be bad at grilling though? Like I, I, I don't know how. Uh, but it is uh it's I don't know. I like that that one went a little bit viral and I think that the whole reason behind like the reason he wrote it was to be a contrarian and to be a jerk. But let me tell you, it's a bad take. Grilling's excellent. And if you don't like grilling, I mean I don't know if we can be friends. No. I'm you're, just sorry. You're a I have enough friends. All of whom like grilling. Yes. Universally. That's like also what you do on Sundays too, I feel like. Yes. In the summertime, you grill out by the pool and it just tastes that much better. Hey, but I ain't going to limit it to the summertime either. True. Especially in Texas. Grilling could be a year-round thing. Yeah. Really, the only time you can't grill is like when it's snowing, basically. Yeah. And it never snows here, so there you go. Even then? You still, you can still fight, do it. I might fight through it. Yeah, you can still anyway, do it. Anyway, that's this week's inaugural episode of This Week in Bad Takes. I think we should definitely incorporate this into... If you've got bad takes, tweet them to Mallory. What's your Twitter handle? It's at Mallory Hartley. At Mallory Hartley. Uh, if you I find, if you, see, if you see a bad take, let Mallory know, and yes. we will try to spotlight as many as we can uh, on This Week in Bad Takes. This Week in Bad Takes. All right. Do we have any questions from the peeps? We have many questions okay. from the peeps. Trying to decide which one I want to start off with, but we'll we'll keep it simple at mm-hmm. first. So we're gonna go with what is your favorite animal? My favorite animal? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let you start. What's your favorite animal? Um, you know what? This is, might be kind of kind of cheesy, but it's a dolphin. The dolphin. It's a dolphin. That's I a think. very yeah. 
because that 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 I I don't want I don't want to be I don't want to say something that you're gonna consider as offensive, but like I can see you as somebody who like likes dolphins. Yeah, they're really smart. That's though. yeah. I think that's you know you think that they're they're fun, they're cute, they're they're you know harmless, largely harmless. You yeah. know what I mean? I can see that. I also have a have an aquatic animal okay. as my favorite, and I've always loved these animals. Uh-huh. The penguin rules. The penguin That's is a excellent. good one. The penguin, that's a good one. The penguin is excellent. What's that movie that has all the penguins in it? Happy Feet. Yeah, that's a good movie. It's a good, it's a good movie about dancing penguins. Has Hank seen it? No. Hank's got to see it. No, he hasn't. That would be a good um, one. Penguins are excellent. When we went to the zoo, we took Hank to the to the zoo in St. Louis, and um, we they have a penguin house, and we went into it, and he thought that it was just the coolest thing in the world. And you know <laughs> why? Because penguins rule. Penguins are excellent. Good job, penguins. Yes. What's Go this? penguins. All right. What is your dream vacation location? Uh, I've mentioned this before, but the, the the place that I've never been that I that I've always wanted to go is Japan. Ooh, good one. I've always wanted to go to Japan. Um, everything's super old, which makes me like very happy in a mm-hmm. deep way, and it's like the history there is is remarkable. There, mm-hmm. uh, it's also just weird enough. Like it's got the right uh-huh. level of weird of like being so different the food is outstanding uh they play baseball over there and i'm a yep. fan of baseball right. um yes uh japan has always been my my kind of dream trip one day i'll do it although i have a kid and so right. it's not gonna happen anytime soon but uh yes uh japan is has always been at the top of my list uh my okay. my wife for a long time um was big into wanting to go to russia kind of for the same reasons okay. of like you go to like Moscow. You go to St. Petersburg. Those are different cities, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go to the big. You go to like the big cities, and like the history there is so like everything old in America is like from the 1700s, and everything old in Japan and and like maybe in Russia is from like the 900s. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like that I think seems be, super cool to me. I think it'd be a really cool place yeah. to go to. What about Do, you? Um. You're like. <laughs> I would love if you were like, you know where I've always wanted to go? San Antonio. South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) No. What's what's the lamest state to really want to visit? Be like, you know where I've always wanted to go? Delaware. Idaho. Hey, I've heard Idaho rules, actually. I've heard heard Idaho's pretty cool. All right. Uh, Potatoes? I I think of potatoes. I would hate on Idaho. You know where I've always wanted to go? Central Kansas. That's not what I was yeah, going to say. Gonna, Topeka. No. Okay, I what's... think mine would be New Zealand. Yeah. My uh, my uncle. Go the Kiwis. Yeah, my uncle is from New Zealand. Oh, cool. So lots yeah. of lots of Kiwi talk over there. He's a mm-hmm. huge rugby guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I would love. I don't know. I they... always see pic- cute pictures from over there. Here's a fun well, Lord great. of the Rings, et cetera. Et cetera. Yes, yes. Um, did you know? Fun fact. Did you know that their prime minister? is I believe the first in world history like head of state or one of very few to give birth while in office Jacinda Ardern yeah. no I, I read that I read that. that a couple of weeks ago that. about Jacinda Ardern that she she gave birth while she was in office and it was like one of the first she was like one of the first ever heads of state to, to give birth and we're not talking like the Queen of England who's obviously given birth and stuff like that right right good. but anyway very interesting you, you learn something new yeah. every day I, I guess. think elected official I think as far as like elected head of state I'll have um, to call him and, and tell him that I know more about because they your don't parents. elect the queen because 
because that's because they're anti-democratic. Anyway, right. what's that? Go on. Anyways, uh, moving on. I have some thoughts <laughs> about the royal family. If you want to get into it, but that, another day, another day. That's another day. All right, we'll move on. That's as political as I'm going to get. Right. <laughs> we're we're going to we'll do a little bit at Texas high school football. Other than Alito or Carthage, what school would you bet your house on to mm. win the title? Mm. Other than Alito or Carthage, because I do think yes. that Carthage is probably the number one biggest favorite to win a title. Mm-hmm. Alito is probably up there as far as safe bets are concerned. Safe-ish bets are concerned. Maybe um, get maybe go six A just because. I feel like... Oh, and I got to go with a 6A team? Well, I mean, I guess you could. You could do whatever, but maybe that would be more I mean, look, fun I mean, Austin Westlake starts the year as number one. Yeah. But they have big questions, right? I know they've got Kate Klumnick, they got Jaden Greathouse and stuff, but they do, as much as we have talked about the, the great tradition of defense they have there, uh, under Coach Todd Dodge and under Coach under defensive coordinator Tony Salazar, they are replacing nine starters on defense. Mm-hmm. It's like they're by no means a sure thing. Um you know, Katie has been great. Uh, the other thing about Westlake and Katie and Carol, mm-hmm. as we mentioned, is they can then go D1 or D2. Right. So it's like you don't know what their path is. Alito, we have a pretty decent idea of what their path is going to be, and I think that they're going to be they're going to be favored. There's a couple of, I think, big hurdles in their way, but they'll mm-hmm. be favored. Carthage, we know what their path is. I think they're going to be favored in every game that they play in 2021. Yeah. So if you're looking for somebody else that St- maybe I would— Shiner, stepping out of 6 Shiner. Someone Sh- said that in the comments. Well, Shiner, but here's the thing. We don't even have Shiner number one. We have Furio number one in, in 2A Division one, right. And that's the thing. You go out in 2A Division one. I'd say, okay, number one is Refurio, right, in Dave Campbell's Texas football. But they have to go through what is, I think, clearly the most difficult region. They have to go through Region 4. So they would have to go through Mason. Mm-hmm. They'd have to go through Shiner. They'd have to go through those really tough teams. Um, Mart, maybe? Mart brings back a lot. Yeah. Um, I think Mart might be the pick if you're if you're saying who's the third my my pick for the third most likely team to win a title. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Mart. Um, they bring back a lot from last year's team. Uh, the question is how much of a hangover is there from getting beat by getting beat by Winthorpe in the title mm-hmm. game. So I'd say that's the team that I would say okay. Argyle's up there too. But yep. but four A Division one's really deep this year, and so even even though I think Argyle's going to be really good. Um, I don't know if I would say that they are like as much of like a favorite as right. Carthage in this in this instance. So that's well, what I'd say. Even kind of going off of that, we've got another question: What sleeper team teams should we be on the lookout for? I guess people in the comments. So, so kind of going off of that, the opposite end. So first of all, there's a great episode of Tep and Step, our premium high school football yes. podcast, where Matt Step and I break down uh, some of our favorite sleepers from across the state. Uh, so there's that. I'll give you a couple of teams that I've mentioned before. I really like in, I believe, where are they? What, what level are they? They're they're 2A Division two. I really like El Dorado. El Dorado brings back a lot. I love their quarterback, Corbin Covarrubias. I think he's excellent. Um, they're a team that I, I don't know if you would consider them a sleeper, but they're a team that, that certainly uh, intrigues me. That's a team that I would categorize as a sleeper. If you're looking for like a big school sleeper, mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, look, I've I've come on this show and I've said it before. I think spring quarterback Bishop Davenport rules. Mm-hmm. I think he's awesome, and I think that he could take them a long way. Uh, the only question for them, I believe, do we have them in D one? The problem is if they go to D one, like that's the land of giants, and they're coming out right. of they're coming out of they're in region two, which is weird to think it's a Houston area team, but they're in region two, so they have to go through. 
DeSoto, they'd have to go through Duncanville, they'd have to go through some of those really, really tough DFW teams, that gives me a little bit of pause, but Spring is a team that I think is a sleeper. Elsewhere in San Antonio, in, in 6A, I think San Antonio Brennan's a sleeper. I like San Antonio Brennan a lot. Uh, I also like, I don't know if they're a sleeper anymore, uh, Rockwall Heath, I think could be really yeah, good. that's a good In the one. 6A ranks, and then I'll give you one more, I'll give you a 4A team. Who's a 4A sleeper? Let me look up and down my list of teams that I like. Um. All right, this is. I mean, they're hardly a sleeper. Um, because of what they they do every year. But last, they're coming off of a tough year. I like Quero. Mm. Quero's got dudes, and Quero's they always good got, at seven on Quero's seven. Too. Always got athletes. I think. I think Coach Jack Alvarez is doing a good job down there. I think that, that program's going to be very solid. Um, I I like Quero. Uh, to at least if you if if they're a team that you kind of written. I don't want to say written off, mm-hmm. but a team that you're like, oh, last year they weren't very good. They're probably just going to be bad forever. I just don't think that's the case. So right. that would be a sleeper in my okay. mind. Good one. Give me, let's do two more. Okay. This is a good one. This one's for me, but oh. I, you can, you can get, okay. you can, you can no, answer I'm it too. It is. What did you like best about filling in for pickle? And what did you not like? Ooh, this is good. Do you want to go first? I'm, yeah, no, you, I, I have no, I have no opinions. I'm just leaning back <laughs> from my microphone. Okay, I'll go first. What I didn't like, I missed her. I, w- I wish she was here. So I liked filling in, obviously, but I miss her. I want her to come back. Mm-hmm. She's my friend and my coworker, and mm-hmm. I miss her. So what I liked best, I, I liked, obviously, the show. I just liked being able to do the show, like getting up every morning knowing that I will get to come in here and, and do the do. show. Right. It's, it gives you something to do. It's different than, you know, mm-hmm. than just, like, you know, sitting out there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would just mm-hmm. doing the show. It was in a general. surprisingly yeah. gentle answer. Surprisingly gentle. I presumed you're going to be like the thing I hated the worst was, was doing with it Tepper. with you. <laughs> I was going to say that, that I but I was the most. like, no. The thing I like the most is when the show was over. And I didn't have to talk with Tepper anymore. Well, you see, I like my job, so I would not say that. <laughs> Tap on the temple there. Good job. Okay, your turn. Uh, mine, I think I, I, I mean this genuinely. I think you've done a fabulous job. Oh, thank you. Uh, and I, I am, I'm very glad that you're on our team. There you go. Thank What's you. What's next? <laughs> Don't make me say more nice things. All right. Do we want to do another one more? One more? Mm-hmm. Okay. This one, um, we kind of already talked about this before, but someone said, looks like Chris Paul is getting his first chip championship championship. Which high school coach would you like to get? Mm. first mm. so a lot of people said coach samples so like is an interesting word and, and, and i want to be very clear i want to be very clear that like i like all, all texas high school ball coaches and i'm not here biased but as far as like the most accomplished coaches without a state championship i mean obviously phil danaher mm-hmm. springs to mind he's the winningest coach in texas high school football history right he has a grand total of where are you at danaher uh, and by the way, I think his I think his grandson's going to be playing this year, which is kind of crazy. That's cool. Um, not, but not for. Um, I think it's, it's Wes's kid, and I think he's going to be playing for Austin Bowie. Uh, he's at 480 wins, but he does not have a state championship. I would obviously love to see Coach Danaher win it. Reginald Samples is another obvious choice, mm-hmm. if anything, because of the ex- the heartbreak he's experienced. Um, there was, of course, people know that he was on the wrong end of the Galena Park North Shore Hail Mary right. over Duncanville. Right. Um, then they go, and in 2019, um, their quarterback hurts him, you know, uh, tears his ACL yes, or yes. tears up his knee. Uh, Quentin Jackson tears up his knee in the semifinal. Right. I mean, he's had heartbreak. And then that doesn't even count when he was at Dallas Lincoln 
back in the 2003, 2003, four, three, four, he takes Dallas Lincoln to, do you know the story? I don't. This is his first ever state championship game. He takes Dallas Lincoln to a state championship game, okay? Uh-huh. They go to overtime with Kilgore, okay? They go to overtime. Right. They get the ball first. They're settling for a field goal there. It's blocked and returned for a t- game-winning touchdown by Kilgore, okay? He has experienced more heartbreak. Oh, He's been on the wrong end of Kyler uh-huh. Murray when he was at yep. Skyline. Right. I mean, he has experienced more heartbreak. So I'd love to see him win one, obviously. The other one that I'll throw out there, if you're if you're talking like most accomplished active coaches without a title, um, this is kind of, maybe this is off people's radar, but guys, Jamie Driscoll at Malakoff has been super good. Super, super, super good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, they ran to Grandview when they made it to the title game. Um I would love to see Jamie Driscoll win a title. So those are those are imme- the ones that immediately sprung to mind. Gotcha. But a good question. That is, I, I really did like that question. I think okay. it was a good a good ender for us. Mallory, so. good week. Thank you. Good week of shows. So Have here's a, here's a programming note for next week. Okay, next week's a weird week, and the week after that's a weird week. So. Next week we'll have a pick. Will be back Monday, I guess. I don't know. I haven't we'll heard see. from her. She no. might just live in Mexico now. <laughs> she may live in Mexico, in which case Mallory will be back. Um, we'll have a show Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday there will not be a show because we will be at the Texas. We'll be at two places. We'll be at the Texas Six Man Coaches Association Clinic up in Wichita Falls. We'll also be in Arlington for Big Twelve Media Days. We're going to divide and conquer. Ooh. Thursday. I believe there will not be a show. I know I won't be here because it's um, it's Tep Wife and I's anniversary. Mm-hmm. So I know I won't Happy be anniversary. here. Early. Tell me that next week. <laughs> um, she got. I got to make it there first. Let's see if right, she deals right. with me for another week. Um, so I won't be here. I don't think there'll be a show because I think Pickle, you and Pickle are going to Big 12 Media Days. Yes, I think that's the in plan. That's Thursday. Now, yes. Then we should have a show next Friday. Okay. Then... We're getting on the road, and we're going to San Antonio for coaching school. Uh, and so we'll be off the Monday and Tuesday after that. Should be back, knock on wood, the next Wednesday, but who knows. So keep your eyes peeled. It's The next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit kind of fits and starts, but mm-hmm. football season is kind of getting underway. We're going to have great content for you, of course, at TexasFootball.com, yes. so make sure you check that. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Chad Worrell of El Campo and to Jamal Fenner of Austin LBJ for being our guests. For Mallory Hartley, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young. I'll grab this. Vince Young, please get your player of the year Come trophy. <laughs> we'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today.